and welcome to this episode of the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 73. We are recording on Monday, November 9th, 2020. I am one of your hosts, AJ ID. This week on the pod, we are discussing the Mass Effect Trilogy remaster, Ubisoft putting their foot in their mouths yet again, and free bug snacks? Joining me today is my usual co-host, John Swanson. John, how are you doing today? Doing all right, man. It's a little bit gloomy today. Surviving the PC woes? Yeah, yeah. Everything, things are looking up, dude, in 2020. We got... uh, It's true. That shitbag out of the White House, and also there's a a vaccine for Rona now, apparently. Yeah, I heard that on the radio this morning, that they're in, like, the first stages of something yeah yeah so hopefully that'll i mean take care of at least this instance of the problem That'd be yeah nice. for sure definitely so yeah oh and new consoles are on the way <clears throat> yeah i mean this week alone like it just it feels like such a relief from the election being over and the results yeah. going the way they did and then yeah. like just being able to like get rid of that you know, not in my back and then turn around and just see consoles. And I'm like, Oh, life's okay right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you previously, we had this, no matter what good things happened in your life, there was always like this background. Yeah. But that bag is still in the white house and he might be for for another four years. Like, no, I think there's (laughs) some potential for our country to actually like heal and maybe make some progress. So yeah, I don't know, man. Definitely. It's easier to be positive, I feel like, today than it was even a week ago. So, Yep. And as they say, lots of work to do. But we're yep. on a podcast, and if you want to be part of the conversation, or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send us email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. Also, our website's been updated, MostlyNormalGamers.com. I was about to say New Guy Chris, but it's been a few months now. Um, you can go check out the New Guy Chris's profile on there. Um, otherwise, you can sign up for our newsletter, Mostly Normal Monthly. I believe when this comes out, this podcast comes out on Friday. It'll be just two days away for Volume Three. Yeah, yeah. Of the newsletter, oh, you can also sign up for that at mngamers.substack.com. But yeah, enough about all that crap. Real quick, oh, though. Maybe, um, maybe more about that crap. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say, I think I've done a pretty adequate job of making sure that uh, I've put all of the emails on there that I've received. But there is a chance that I've missed some because we actually have gotten quite a few. So, Oh, onto the Substack. Yeah, if you find that you're not okay. getting the newsletter and you signed up for it, just go back in there and re-sign up for it or shoot us an email and let us know and i can put you on it but yell at john because yeah there was quite (laughs) a few from since last month when i did it so which is a good thing but i'm sorry if i missed you yeah yeah that's great to hear what uh what have you been playing this week i guess it feels like it's been longer than that since we've talked but i guess it hasn't i know man i think just since so much has occurred in the world Mm -hmm. since then but uh i've been playing i finished foregone which is a 2D side-scroller platformer. And again, I know weird. I think I talked about it pretty at length last week, um, where it, 
it's very Dead Cells-like, except it more encompasses a lot more Dark Souls-type elements than uh, roguelike elements. So, okay. Um, but it's it's fun, man. It wasn't overly challenging. Um, it was still difficult and like satisfying. The combat was satisfying. Um, I had to grind a little bit in order to beat the final boss, which I actually found enjoyable rather than kind of like a arduous task which mm-hmm. you know sometimes like i guess more so in live service games it can feel like playing the same levels over and over again in order to level up your character or your equipment to For a certain sure. level till you can fight a boss or do a raid or whatever um can be kind of labor intensive but this was just kind of fun i felt i like i had a good time flying through it and uh Kind of wish I would have gotten it on my PS4 instead of my Switch because I'm sure it's a game I could have platinumed. So oh, um, definitely yeah. recommend it if you are into 2D platformers and looking for something to play. I think it's only like 15 or 20 bucks, maybe 25 bucks on um, the eShop or PSN or wherever you buy games at. And oh, oh, and Epic, I think it's on there too. And yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And then I started playing this game called Bloodroots. Have you heard of it? I haven't. I was actually going to ask you what, like, tell me, like, what the hell that is, because I've heard nothing about it. So, dude, the Switch eShop is kind of interesting, and I think it's, somebody should do, like, market research on it, because the way that it's set up uh, encourages people to put their games on sale for an incredibly low price, because then they can be on the top sellers. So, I think that's why they did this, because the Bloodroots game, which is a good game, was only two a dollar ninety nine. I had heard it from about it before, and it was normally like an indie game, you know, it was around twenty to thirty bucks or whatever. And then I saw that it was on sale for a dollar ninety nine on a on Twitter or something, or maybe uh, Wario sixty four like tweeted out the deal of the day or whatever, and I got it that way because I'd been wanting to play it, and I was like two freaking dollars. Why the hell not? Um, yeah, and it's sure. it's fun. It's like a frenetic, fast action game, top down or isometric kind of, and it reminds me a lot of uh, Hotline Miami, where you're just kind of starting a level, and mm. your goal is to like pick up different weapons and clear the level of all the bad dudes. Um, and it's kind of set in like a old western type atmosphere. And it's did you ever see the movie Kill Bill? Oh yeah. So yeah, Kill Bill, fan. like they, yeah, I love that movie, both of them actually. But it's the setup, the storyline is kind of like wasn't that. Wasn't there where, three? Was there? Was it? I oh. don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. I'm pretty sure there's only one and two, but it's the same kind of setup. <laughs> at least like this guy like runs with this gang. Like the character that you're playing is running with this gang. Like I said, in the like old western type times, kind of like Red Dead Redemption era, and. Uh, mm-hmm. He's running with this gang and the gang at the beginning of the game, like this isn't really a spoiler because it happens in the first 30 seconds. Like they shoot him and kill him, your character, but he doesn't die. Okay, yeah. So uh-huh. it's like a revenge mission where you're going through and trying to <laughs> find these guys from your crew and kill them. Exactly like Kill Bill. That's what made me think of it. It's and, payback. Uh, it's, it's Mel Gibson. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, there's exactly. a Mel Gibson movie called Payback that it's like this exact scenario. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny, man. That's such a callback because I think that was one of the first DVDs I ever bought, if not the first DVD I ever bought. <laughs> I saw it like on the list of some 
like free movie app that I was looking at not long ago. So that's why it came to mind. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, that's a good one, man. That's, that's a deep cut for sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And you get different weapons, like in the, each weapon has a different, like there's an ax and it's exactly how you would think an ax would be, but then there's like a sickle in the sickle, like you can throw it and it like, launches you toward the guy that you attached it to like it kills the guy but then launches you in that direction and it's it's interesting because you can there's just several different ways to go about clearing each level um and it's fast and frenetic and it's it's a lot like hotline miami from the gameplay standpoint except for it's not guns it's melee weapons um and it's interesting and slightly comical because you can use like literally most of the things that are strewn about a campsite when you go into them you can use so like you can use a carrot for instance you can use like a helmet or a like skull of a bull horns or whatever like or bulls skeleton like skull or whatever it's yeah um, yeah i know what you mean it's fast and frenetic and it's fun like yeah like a the skull bones skull bones for sure Bull scopes, full bones, bones. <laughs> I feel like there should be a name for that, like the dry ones like that you see in like the desert. Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree, but I can't come up with anything else other than that. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah, that that's mostly what I've been playing. Oh, and then I was trying to get Flight Simulator because I upgraded my hard drive so that I could play fights, Flight Simulator because that is like a 152 gig download. <laughs> on pc Jeez. and it won't download on my pc for some reason via game pass so i spent like four hours this weekend talking or trying to talk to somebody from xbox like on online chat and then finally got a hold of somebody did all the stuff that they told me to try and it still doesn't download so now i'm gonna go try that again maybe sometime so scour reddit or it. some shit dude yeah, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass, man. PC gaming, like, it's just, like, this one random thing where on an, another PC it would be work just fine or have a different problem. I just, I don't know, man. It just makes me remember why I play on consoles instead of like, It would work fine, like, but, like, you wouldn't be able to hear any audio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some other thing would be wrong. Or you wouldn't be able to, I don't know, utilize some other feature of it. It's just... There's always something, man. It's like a constant. Or like when we were starting this podcast, man, it took us every week. It takes us like 10 to 15 minutes to figure out how to start recording because something That's fucking true. goes wrong. And that hasn't like, changed. <laughs> no. And it's like fucking PCs. I was telling you with my MacBook, man, I just plug shit in and it fucking works like a PC. Just today, just... we both couldn't get into Zencaster at the same yeah. time. We're like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? It's neither of us are hosting. Why? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Doesn't uh, make sense to me, geez. but here we are. PC woes. Anyway, what it's have you been PC playing? PC game. Yeah. I've been playing uh, a kind of a whole lot of nothing, but I went back into my backlog a little bit. They did give out. I shouldn't say give out. Part of PlayStation Plus this month was Hollow Knight, and oh my gosh, I'm mind blanking on the other one. Do you remember what it was? Uh, yeah, Shadow of War. Yeah, yeah, the um, Lord of the Rings game. Yep. And then later this month, they're going to give us Bugsnax for free, which is cool. On PS5 only, I should note. Um, but yeah, so I have just barely touched on Hollow Knight. Like, not even really enough to talk about it. Like, I made it through 
a couple save points and kind of just learn like the controls and i like the feel of it and stuff for sure so i'm gonna check out more of that i know you probably played the crap out of that game did you yeah i i love that game man it was freaking fantastic way more than i was anticipating that it would be way larger um very challenging i would say uh the map system like how you obtain your maps in that game is kind of frustrating there's a lot of aspects of it that are but i never played any of the dlc i would love to play it on my ps4 because i played it on my switch i've noticed the challenging part for sure i've only made it a little bit into the game but i like the first i don't even want to call it like a boss like the first bigger care like the first bigger enemy i saw just owned me and i and i got to him like two more times and i couldn't beat it and i'm like I'm going to play something else right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like, uh, speaking of Dark Souls mechanics, that's the epitome of them right there because you lose all your stuff if you don't make it back there, you know? Yeah. So and you got to go it, fight your so. ghost or whatever. Oh, that's right. That's that a cool right. mechanic, though. You have to fight yeah. yourself and you hit, you have to hit yourself like twice, I think it is. Yeah. In order to, which sounds like way easier than it is, actually. Yeah, because so. he moves around. He's all ghosty. Yeah. It's it's challenging. It's a very challenging <laughs> uh, game. Yeah, I'll play more of it so so I can talk better on it next week. But um, I guess the other game I've been playing that I'm also not going to talk too much about because I think this is going to be like the third or fourth time we've talked about it on this podcast. But Persona Five is what I've been playing, and anybody who's played the game will know where I'm at when I say that I just finished up the third palace. It was like a bank. Oh wow! So you're a good ways into it then. I'm pretty far in. I mean, I picked up where I left off before, which I I do not recommend <laughs> yeah. because I had no idea what was going on. And I had to even Google, like, how do I make personas and like, like really basic game mechanics just to like get myself back into it. But once I got back in uh, and relearned the controls and stuff, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, that game is just like the epitome of, one more thing because it doesn't even really give you a chance to like finish the thing. Yeah. Like you go out and you're just into the thing and it's like, go to sleep. And then you go to sleep and like you wake up and you're in class and it's asking you a question. So you're like never really, I mean, you're given lots of chance to like breathe and relax and just kind of like mull around town and like fuck around with like your friends and stuff. But also it's just constantly like feeding you like a drip of something. So it's like, I can't stop playing it. Yeah, I've heard that. That's why how it the 120 hours or whatever it takes kind of dissipates mm-hmm. quickly. And I <clears> am <throat> about 60 hours into it, I think. Maybe like 55 finishing the third one and I'm just like learning about like the way or I'm just getting into the fourth one. So, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am just getting into like it's crazy. Like I'm 50 hours in and I'm just unlocking like medium level items. <laughs> Yeah, that's nuts, man. Yeah, and the reason I started playing it is because I was looking for something that I could play via PlayStation Remote Play on my PC because I just wanted oh, yeah. to like sit and watch football and play PlayStation yeah. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I did that, and I was like, and it was the it's the perfect game for that because it's turn based, so yep. you don't have to worry about like that pixel perfect leg or whatever like when i was trying to play nba 2k on stadia oh yeah <laughs> this disaster yeah, man. i feel like that's crazy that you have that too because you have gigabit internet and 
I have that as well on my PC whenever I play uh, like PlayStation. Now, PlayStation Now is usually pretty solid, but if I play remote play on my PC, um, there's always like not continuous lag, but you'll play and then there'll be like three seconds of lag and then you'll play for a while and then three seconds of lag. Like it's real weird. Yeah, and when I'm trying to play Rocket League and actually get up to gold, which I can't fucking do, I'm stuck on silver, man. I've made it to silver four, because there's like, I think there's four divisions, like one, two, three, and four. I made it to silver four like a bunch of times, and then I just lose my way back to like silver two, and then I build myself back up. Ugh, it's a vicious cycle. I can't get gold. Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, when you're playing role play on a PC or if you were playing on your phone. It was, and I've noticed it with uh, Xbox Game Pass too. If I tried to play that on my tablet, it does the same thing. It's very, it's almost the exact same where you're playing just fine and then it'll lag for a few seconds and then you'll play for yeah. a few minutes and it's fine and then lag. Like, it's weird. We're not there yet, man. Like, I'm no, still we're not. for streaming, but it's, we're not there yet. It's not the end of the world for single player games, oh. though. I will say that. It's definitely playable for a single player game. Yeah, I played a lot of Ghost of Tsushima actually on my via uh, like remote play, man. Because then, like, I I live in the dungeon, you know, with my gaming stuff. But like this summer, mm-hmm. when it was nice outside, I was like, I want to be like able to look outside. So I just sit in my little office here and play and look outside. Great. I feel. I feel like my what's my what I was playing was really short, so I want to ask you like what, what like couple two or three games are you planning to get right at PS Five launch? What a fantastic question! Just a great question. Um, <laughs> I ordered uh, Valhalla, which okay. will come here tomorrow. Um, okay. I don't know that I'll play it, and then I ordered actually the because I'm leaving for Arizona tomorrow. So, uh, the day I won't actually, yeah, I won't actually get my PlayStation five until I get back on Sunday or whatever. So that doesn't change the question. What games are you going to get? (laughs) It doesn't, but I was just, uh, I'm just saying I'm gonna, I ordered Miles Morales to be delivered in Arizona in our house in Arizona so that we, when I get down there i can play it on ps4 if i have time and then it's a free upgrade to the ps5 version once i get home okay that's cool so that's probably where i'll start because i'm guessing ac valhalla will probably go on sale and i hate to be one of those people but i don't really feel that bad about it because there's a lot of money to be spent right now with new systems coming out and new games so i might just send that valhalla rather than starting it right away especially with bug snacks you know, we'll talk about this more later, but the free games that they're having come out with the PS5 on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. How about yourself, man? Uh, well, I'm definitely I'm getting a physical copy of Miles Morales PS5 just because I wanted like the launch edition physical. Yeah. And I think as long as everything goes well, I'm not going to ever buy a physical disc again, even though I have the disc version. I just wanted yeah. the disc version because I wanted to play my PS4 games. But I think, unless somebody gives me a game, this is going to be the last physical disc that I buy, I think, is going to be Miles Morales PS5, which I'm pretty stoked about. 
Yeah, I am too, man. I've heard good things about it, and I, I'm kind of stoked to play it. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple years, you know, since we got. It doesn't feel like that long since we've got we got Spider Man, but it has been a while. So, um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to playing it. In that gameplay video, like the music just like hit so hard, and I'm stoked to try that with the new headphones as well. Oh yeah, that's right, man. I forgot all about the headphones and such. Now I gotta mm-hmm. check on that because I gotta. The charging thing, you know, the little charging station for your dual sense. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the uh, Pulse headset. I got both of those, so oh, and I haven't cool. gotten delivery notifications yet about them, so I gotta go look for that. Now that I'm thinking about it. I've been using my headset for like a week. Have you really, dude? I'm super jealous, dude. I know Best Buy got them early. Nice. I wish I should have ordered them from there. I think I ordered mine on Amazon, and I haven't even gotten. Well, it was. Wherever you could find a PlayStation at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It was free they, for all. <laughs> yeah, and those came back in stock too. Maybe you know what? I okay. might have gotten them from the PlayStation store. No, I don't know. I can't really remember. But anyway, I'm stoked to check out those. Uh, both of those things, man. Not only the headset, but also the DualSense controller with the PS5 itself. Have you tried that out at all? I know you got your DualSense early. No, does that. It, it Can didn't come with the cable that it needs, uh, like, because it's USB-C. And then also, like, I tried plugging it into the charger that charges the headset, because that's USB-C, and it didn't light up or anything. But when I, like, hit the button on it, it lit up. But I didn't even look into if I could hook it up to the PS4. I'm just, like, going to wait. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like it'll support any of the features. And I'm stoked to see what that's going to be like with not only, like, Miles Morales, but we've heard a lot of cool things about Astro's Playroom and how that uses mm-hmm. the... DualSense controller so yeah. I've heard I've not heard a single negative thing about that controller so I'm pretty stoked because I was Same. nervous yeah. to be honest about that because I the DualShock 4 I think it has this really fantastic. cool like angle sorry it has this really cool like angle at the bottom where you know how like the DualShock kind of rounds off it like cuts off yeah. which is kind of cool I like it and right then on. I guess the only other games that I was going to get at launch were I want to get Sackboy's Big Adventure, because I think it'll be really fun for Sarah and I to play couch co-op. Oh, yeah. And then Godfall, because Gucci. Oh, yeah. I play Godfall. <laughs> nice, nice. So I guess I'm going to buy three games, which fuck is yeah. kind of... Ex- well, luckily the Miles Morales, I'm getting the regular version, so it's only forty nine ninety nine or whatever, since I'm buying the PS5. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, I'm not getting the Ultimate. Yeah. Well, and the, the thing about that is, man, you can always upgrade it later if you want to just by buying that version. So you can spend $20 if you end up wanting to play the 2018 updated version or remastered or whatever. Like yeah. you can just buy that version since you're buying. That's what I did the same thing for that reason. So, yeah, maybe I'll do that someday because I don't I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think I would need to play that whole game. Or game or yeah, I don't know that I do either, man. I platinum that game once but apparently you can platinum it again and it was fun so yeah. I didn't necessarily mind it so it was really fun i am looking forward to how what your thoughts on the little sack boys adventure or whatever sack boys adventure um same people keep comparing it to little big planet and i'm like yeah i know he's from little big planet but it's a different game i yeah it's a 3d platform so it's yeah considerably different so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what you think but anyway you want to get Jeez. into some news now I do. Let's do it. Let's talk about news. Wee wee. Wee 
Well, first we had, I think we all kind of saw this one coming. It had been reported numerous times before, but we got a, an official annou- announcement from the BioWare blog from Casey Hudson on November 7th, fittingly enough, which is N7 day. For those of you who played in Mass Effect, um, they are in fact remastering the original tw- trilogy um, to take advantage of newer hardware. What a day. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, but so it's interesting because they're releasing it in 2021, like spring 2021, for yeah. PS4 and Xbox One, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then they said the updates for next gen, or like PS5, Xbox Series S and X, are coming later. So maybe like a year from now. Oh, they didn't even give a date. Interesting. I don't think so. Can I can I play my PS4? Can I play the PS4 version on my PS5? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, um, I don't care then. I'll get it totally. It looks sweet, and (laughs) it's all of the content too. It's not just the games. It's all of the it's the base content and DLC from Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, and Mass Effect Three. Plus promo weapons, armors, and packs. I'm definitely in. Like it's. It's probably one of my all-time favorite trilogies in video games. So, I mean, yeah, oh I'm yeah, definitely would... one of the 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 cheap. I'm one of the sheep. I'm buying the shit out of this EA. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent with you, dude. Like, I I don't want to be too much of a wet blanket here, but I was kind of stoked to get it on Switch, and it's not been announced oh, for Switch yet. Yeah, which I feel like maybe it's one of those things, kind of like The Witcher Three, where it. They ha- it maybe takes considerable more work and uh, to put into a Switch port than it would to a PS4 or Xbox One port or PC port, which kind of yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. But dude, and also I didn't think about this until just right now. But so this is an EA game, and since EA, like what's the EA Play or whatever it's called, the EA thing is now part of. So now since that's part of Xbox. Game Pass, will you just get this game on Game Pass then? Dude, I hope like, so. That would be fucking sweet. Because I don't... I I mean, I'm all for it, man. I'm with you. Like, these games were fantastic. I played at least Xbox... Or uh, Xbox One. Mass Effect. The f- very first one, I think I played that game like four or five times. I played it oh, dang. <laughs> relentlessly. Like, I loved that game so much. So I love these games. I don't know that I want to play them on, like, sit down and play through them again on a PS4 or PS5. Like, I feel like I'll have enough games, like, new content to play that I don't really want to mm-hmm. play them on that on those systems necessarily. So I'm hoping they figure out a Switch thing at some point. Or if it's on Xbox Game Pass, I'll buy it with that. I know that people were talking about they had to delay it because they were going to change the gameplay of the first game um, because it was like so outdated or whatever. Oh, really? They didn't want they didn't want people to like buy it and then go into Mass Effect one and then be like turned off because Mass Effect two, it like the combat is significantly different than Mass Effect one because you have like the combos with your teammates and stuff. Mm hmm. So I, I don't know how much they're going to change it. So I, I know it'll be interesting to see if they like make some purists upset. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, I mean, yeah, it's a it would be really cool to go back to that game, too. I think it came out in 2007 or something. Maybe. I'm right? totally going to do it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I probably will too. The other thing they note in here, Casey, who is Casey Hudson, who's the is he the game director? Or he's somewhere he's up there like in Bioware, like yeah, <laughs> studio head or he's something. I don't know. Yeah, he's high up there. I think he's but, the VP uh, and studio general manager of Bioware. There you go, nailed it. Um, he also alludes to them working on more games for the Mass Effect universe, which I think a lot of us are excited to hear that because Andromeda didn't was not well received. No. So I'm, I mean, I would love more from this universe. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's like my game version of Star Wars. Like the way I Dude, love Star Wars cinema is like Mass Effect. It kind of reminds me, and I'm sure we are splitting hairs here, but more of Star Trek for some reason. And, oh, and right I, I kind of want just Bioware to develop like a Star Trek game in the same, like scrap whatever Mass Effect game you're playing and just acquire the Star Trek like video game rights and fucking put, like replace <laughs> Shepard with my homemade or my custom made captain and like let me go off and like fight Klingons and Borg and shit like and explore yeah yeah I mean I yeah I, I love the Mass Effect universe and I it's remember the guy narrating over anytime you'd go into the codex or whatever and like he would narrate the explanation of things yeah you know what I'm talking <laughs> about like that guy's I voice do. Not only his voice, but like their explanation of things like made like it was well thought out. Like, I feel like that's what makes good sci-fi. It, it's the idea of it is feasible, like the way they explain it. Like you look at Star Wars, for instance, and they're like, oh, the hyperdrive drive's broken. Try to fix the hyperdrive. OK, hyperdrive's fixed. Hit the button and now you're in hyperspace like. Yeah. There's no explanation <laughs> there to it, whereas like Mass Effect and I feel like good sci-fi. Well, they say things is... like, hey, we got to positive the regulator knob or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my point is it doesn't make a ton of sense. And I, I think if you get some of the like schematics for like the Millennium Falcon, because there are like such things, such things out sure, there. Sure, right. There's I think blueprints, I'm sure. it, Yeah, it gets into more detail. But the thing I like about the Mass Effect universe is that they had good explanations for all of the things, uh, which I thought was fascinating. And that dude's voice that's narrating it it was fantastic. I I loved that series. It's great. Dude, to your point on the Star Wars universe, imagine if they did Bioware develops Mandalorian game where you just get to go to different planets and chase bounties. Yeah, that would be kind of like uh, that one game, but more story-driven or whatever. Heck yeah. But like, also have the one. option to just like go to different planets instead of like a set. I don't know. Maybe you could fly your ship too. Um, well, should we go to the next story? Yeah. Next was just, I thought, an interesting story we pulled from Kotaku, from Ethan Gatch over at Kotaku about Ubisoft removing the controversial guest from Watchdog Legion's podcast. Apparently in the Watchdog Legion's game, there's a podcast called, um, I have the name of it here, Buccaneer Podcast. Um, okay. And a uh, London-based staff writer at The Atlantic named Helen Lewis, I guess, made some controversial comments regarding gender identity and uh, female male toilets and stuff like that. Um 
which, oh, as ugh. you can understand, has yeah caused some strife in that in our in the gaming community regarding that and her inclusion in this game. So um, I just thought it was a, like another perfect example of how blind to these things Ubisoft seems to be. Like, how do they not see this shit coming? Like, they had that with, I can't remember the name of the game, but it was a mobile game that uh, Eve's Gimo's son, like, was the head of the studio that developed it, and they had all this, basically was portraying the Black Lives Matter movement to uh, being a, what do you want to call it, like, like an extremist uh, organization organization yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and then here we are later when they think it's a good idea to have somebody i honestly am getting to the point man uh where i do feel like ubisoft is that way they they are they're doing they know exactly what they're doing and they're doing it in or maybe this maybe they're so like far they're so uneducated. I, I should. I'm not speaking of Ubisoft as a whole. We shouldn't. We should be very clear that we're not talking about like the thousands and thousands of really awesome Ubisoft employees that are out there. What we're saying is like the general culture. And and, and I, what I'm about to say is maybe they're just so like blind to it that they don't even see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're so used to the 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 shittiness, the hate, and like the 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 ignorance that they don't even like it doesn't make an alarm go off in their brain when they read it. So it's not like they're intentionally putting this out there just so bad and so dumb that they don't realize that this is offensive. Right. And I'm not but, making that as an excuse either. I'm just saying like, that's how fucking bad these people need education. Right. And I, I guess <clears throat> the reason I disagree with that is because Ubisoft has, is probably the most global development gaming development in our organization in the industry like they have yeah. studios all across the world and well and they even have those would... statements at the beginning of their games like this was made by yeah um, by diverse of people of... with different cultures yeah. and creeds and like whatever right and you have to imagine some of those people include the transgender people who were probably offended by this person's comments and knew that and involved in you know would at least be siphoned through so either these people weren't made aware of it which is certainly possible because the organization's huge and that that is certainly a possibility but in my opinion more likely is that those people probably didn't feel comfortable coming up to their management and saying like i feel it's inappropriate that you're allowing this person to be on our game given mm -hmm. the statements that they've made in regards to the transgender community like so I don't know. I, I just think it's more bad news for Ubisoft. And I'm, I'm with you, man. I don't, I don't want to hate on Ubisoft again. It's just like the people who work there or develop games there, you know, they're just like people, but an organization right. takes on its own like persona and identity. Um, and theirs currently is not great or something that I feel uh, a lot of comfort with. You know what I mean? It just seems like well, and it's so me... it's so um, like it's it seems like it's so ongoing and repetitive. Like they like the thing happens and then they say the stuff and then the thing happens and then they say the stuff and then the thing happens and then they remove them from the game. Well, like figure your shit out. Like don't put them in there in the first place. Like you kind of said, talk to your employees. 
Right, right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, It's kind of weird looking at them and going into the future. And that's another thing with, like, me. Like, I pre-ordered Valhalla to come tomorrow. And, like, the more I think about it, like, the more it just, like, makes me uncomfortable. Like, what are the chances that there's something in that game that's going to uh, make people, you know, uncomfortable in the same aspect or in a different aspect yeah. that they comment inappropriately on current society i know it takes place in viking times but it's i wouldn't put it past ubisoft to find a way to offend uh current culture Dude, they you even know? had um in the division two i remember they had like like gay slurs or something that like in the graffiti art that they had to go in and patch out later like oh that yeah somebody yep. had like put in just yeah that's just another example. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's pretty. They're a pretty consistent thing. So I don't know. Hopefully, some something gets done there. Maybe... Well, it's good for them for removing them and like listening to people when they realize that they made a mistake. Like they're literally patching out a podcast that can't be easy. Um, so I guess good for that. I don't know. I bet we can patch yeah. out our podcast pretty easily. <laughs> nobody nobody would even know <laughs> silently go in the night <laughs> oh um yeah man you want to talk about the xbox series yeah x the next thing uh, i mean this isn't really a story this is just a xbox series x and ps5 review roundups that we kind of saw going around yeah um, i feel bad i didn't really put any notes in there as far as like because i didn't take it from anywhere and specifically i just kind of we've heard a lot of things from a lot of different sources. So I feel like this is kind of in the macrocosm that is the gaming industry. If you're paying attention to it every day and talked about on a lot of different forums. So I don't, didn't give credit to just one single one when it comes to certain things. These are our top level. Yeah. Like in the published pretty much in every place that you can look, I think, I don't, was there a place you wanted to start specifically? Um, yeah, why don't we just start with the top thing? Like, PS5 seemingly lacking an answer to quick resume. That's yeah. concerning. <laughs> You'd think Agreed. that that would be something by now that they would tout, especially two days before when it's been such a talking point for so long. Yeah, and I think it's been, or at least I, I believe I've heard it confirmed that it doesn't have anything considered, or like close to that. You can, it loads into games quickly and i think you can still re like put it in rest mode or whatever but mm -hmm. i don't think i think that's probably about it whereas on the xbox series x it sounds like you can quick resume between four five six different games depending yeah that's a huge um i guess point of contention between the two i guess if you're gonna go console war style and then yeah. on that same vein i saw a few lists going around that put like pretty much every loading time on xbox series x was like five six sometimes even like 10 15 seconds faster than the ps5 oh really yeah i saw I that and, and i don't that. know that it was from an official source but i saw like a, a, a from like multiple people tweeting out a, like a couple different lists um that had them all put next to each other like the games like game yeah. on this console and game on ps5 and yeah, it was like every single one was like probably four or five seconds faster. And then there was a few that were like 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so, crazy, man. 
it looks like I, maybe someday down the road I'm gonna have to get an Xbox Series X just to play all my AAA games on. Yeah, I yeah maybe PlayStation doesn't figure out an answer to it. I I feel like a lot of these things can maybe be in a future update. I mean I don't I'm not a software. What about all those ten seconds, but... man? I'll be saving ten seconds every time you and I play. I don't know what's a crossplay. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, Rocket I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, it's. I do. I do feel like even stuff like that is able to be optimized from uh, patches yeah. and stuff like that. Like they were talking about how they're going to change the speeds on the fans for the PlayStation Five based on what the game oh, yeah. reads back that they should do like how they should change the speeds and whatnot like at certain parts and yeah. shit so i'm That's so cool <laughs> yeah i have a feeling like an optimization level will take or you know take time for for us to see but it's just like us early adopters as with everything else you're kind of the test crew for, for sure. all this shit you know what i mean uh nothing <laughs> and, then, and like, then, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, four years from now, they're going to, like, have it, like, max out going as fast as it can without, like, melting the metal. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be like... Yeah. Like... <laughs> it'll be like a drone, dude. You won't... It won't make a loud noise, but it'll still start, like, hovering above your fucking entertainment center, you know? Yeah. Flies around your house silently. It solves the space issue. <laughs> You wake up in the middle of the night with your PS5 hovering over you, watching. <laughs> <laughs> Not creepy at all. Nope. Uh, oh, the other thing, and before I say this, it does sound like we're kind of. I do think the Xbox Series X is probably a slightly better console when it comes yeah, like when push comes to shove. But PS5 has the games, and that's really all I give a shit about. Like, so. I don't know. You can't play Miles Morales or Bug Snacks on uh, Xbox, and no, you same can't. With, or what's the Dark Souls game that's not Dark Souls? Demon oh, Souls, oh, like, uh, oh my gosh! Demon Souls. <laughs> Jacob's gonna like disown us. <laughs> Demon Souls. It's Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, like the other point I was gonna make is that. PlayStation says their hard drive is like 885 gigs or something. And we have heard uh, as of last week that after installing the software, so like the OS and any games or apps that come installed on it, it's actually down to like 650 gigs. Yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah, whereas the Xbox, I think, is a full terabyte or pretty close after everything is installed. So that's almost twice as much memory and that that's a lot man you're talking about like if for the people out there who play warzone and shit man like that's almost a fourth of their hard drive from one game so you can only Mm -hmm. imagine like how much you can be able to swap in and out of games how many games you can have on there and then like god forbid you delete something and then want to play it one day you're gonna have to take you know if you don't have fast internet you're kind of screwed you know yep so yeah um, no i have a friend like that dude he has to like start his game downloads and then play with us the next day (laughs) yeah so i mean yeah exactly i can't imagine what it's gonna be like for him 
Dude, especially now, like, these older games that are, like, we were just talking about Rocket League, where it's been around long enough to where it's a pretty sizable download. I think they actually just uh, made it slightly more efficient and got rid of, like, 20 gigs on the download. But say I delete that from my PS5 because I need room for a game that we're, I'm playing, and you are like, hey, John, you want to play Rocket League? It's like, sure, I have to hit download, and then I can play it maybe tonight if I hit it right now. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> five hours later, I'll be able to play it, but I sure should I'm not playing that at the drop of a hat. So um, it just kind of sucks. And I guess probably in about six months to a year, I'm guessing I'll get one of the hard drives that gets approved for the PS5 anyway. But Yeah, um, same. It just kind of sucks. But also, just like why... And this is just me sounding like a super spoiled gamer, but this is like next gen and fucking Xbox One X's and Pro Pros both had a terabyte. So like, why didn't you give me two terabytes in these systems? Like, I guess because they're fancy new SSDs that are like new technology, but. Yeah, because you can't have the load times with the. Like the old school hard drives, you know what I mean? And. I'm sure people like an SSD is faster, but it's not. That it's cool much. that they're giving us bug snacks for free. That's kind of our next talking point, which we've already mentioned like four times, but I'm excited to play this game. Uh, Sarah, I've showed it to her a couple times and she like thinks that they're cute too. So I think she might even give it a shot. Nice. Um, yeah. The other thing I kind of wanted to go over was like, I know we kind of talked about what we're stoked to play first week or whatever, but um it looks like everything's coming out with pretty decent reviews too. Even <clears throat> I wasn't that stoked about bug snacks. I'll for sure give it a shot now that I know that it's free on PS plus or whatever. But uh, yeah, outside of that, those games and Astro's playroom, man, I'm actually really stoked to play that. I think it's so well, cool. That did you see the reviews that. for bug snacks? They're getting like nines out of tens. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. And I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I haven't uh, <laughs> taken the time or had the time to watch one yet. I probably will after yeah. we get done recording here. But uh, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's. I mean, on the that is the one edge and probably the most important one that PS Five has over Xbox One or Xbox Series X because you know the Xbox Series X comes out tomorrow as we're recording this, and sure you can get it, but you're not going to be able to play anything you weren't able to play on ps or on xbox one you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i guess that's slightly true because we just got done talking about how we're both or i'm buying miles morales on ps4 because it's a free upgrade to ps5 but uh mm -hmm. i don't know i like bug snacks ps5 only um i don't know it just seems silly to me maybe because i'm just a playstation fanboy but uh seems kind of silly to buy an xbox tomorrow because you're not going to be able to use it to do anything right. differently than what you dude would. i think that it's i think that playstation was really smart to put astro's playroom pre-installed because now uh -huh. i have something to mess around with while i'm in selling miles morales you know yeah exactly yeah that's a really good point man and i think it'll be i think from what i've heard it's a really fun game too even though it's just like a short tech demo you know mm -hmm. if you can get a fucking platinum in that game i'm getting a platinum in that game Sure. <laughs> I heard it was but, an experience, so I don't know that I have a platinum trophy. But son of a bitch, uh, <laughs> I'll still probably play the shit out of it. But 
And the controller, man. I think that that's where PlayStation has an edge because from what I've heard, that thing is pretty badass. Even Miles Morales takes advantage of some of the features of the new DualSense. So, um, Heck yeah. I'm kind of stoked about that. It's interesting uh, that it has a microphone built into it. Yeah. Well, does... Oh, yeah. I think you could... Oh, I guess plug before, in one. before it did, didn't it? Because you could talk... Or did you yeah, have... You, you have a, all right, I'm going to have things that I don't know the answers to. <laughs> you had to, the PS4 came with like a little plug-in mic that you could plug in and then it had one That's right. that went into an ear and then it was like kind of hung down and you could talk on that. So, and that would like, I think came with the packaged in or whatever, but obviously mm-hmm. the sound wasn't that great. No. And I think I went through like two of those and then I went through like three of the like $14 ones with like the one ear speaker yeah. and i finally was like why am i spending a hundred dollars on things that keep breaking when i could just yeah. spend a hundred dollars on one thing that's nice <laughs> yeah and it is super nice dude like the the headset that we're you and i the pulse audio headset that thing for the cost i've heard it's pretty badass man like i'm stoked about that yeah like i said i can't really tell animal. you I will say this though, there's one, I have one problem with it. Um, my head, I have a tiny head and the pulse headset has like this, <laughs> sorry, it sounded funny when I said that, but, um, it, it doesn't have like adjustable earmuffs. It only has like a black rubber thing that goes in the middle that I'm assuming you can remove if you have a giant head. So like, Oh, nice. I can't get it perfectly tight enough for my head. It, it, I mean, it, if I angle it a little bit, it sits. I can get it to sit so it's like feels perfect and it's like covering my ears, but it's not perfect. <laughs> well, send your pictures so, to Mark Cerny and he'll get it redesigned for you, dude. I know. I thought it was supposed to be custom audio, and now here, yeah, it doesn't fit my head. Oh, real quick. Also, did you have you received your VR adapter? No, I actually yeah. haven't filled out the thing yet. I didn't, because, like, you sent me the link, and it needed my VR serial number, and I was upstairs, and yeah. then I kind of forgot about it. So I haven't yeah. I haven't actually requested it yet. Did you get it? I haven't gotten it yet, but I did request okay. it. So we'll see. Uh, I still have to figure, finish Squadrons. I haven't finished that game yet, so. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about this Star Wars, Star Wars fucking Spider-Man thing? Yeah, I want to mention it. Um, Just right before we started recording this episode of the pod, Insomniac tweeted out that... I'm just going to read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is word for word what they said at the start. From Insomniac's Twitter account. We have heard you. In an upcoming date for hashtag Spider-Man PS4, we will add the ability to export your save to Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. So that just means that you can play like new game plus and stuff like on the remastered version from what you have already completed because before this announcement, it was going to be like a completely separate save file where you couldn't bring anything over from like, you're going to have to start over from scratch on the remastered version. Yeah. So I wonder cool. how it's going to work. I heard from... the complaints. I wonder how it's going to work for trophies though, because I thought you could get, trophy like the ps5 version and the ps4 different version were different from where you could get kind of like on vita and playstation 4 you can buy like a 
Radalika Games game and play it on PS4 and your Vita and get two different trophies. I bet that's how it'll work. It'll just like, because it says that the uh, oh maybe I should find maybe I should have added that. I don't have it in front of me, but the update's not coming at launch, so there's that. Oh, gotcha. So, so I'm sure they're just gonna add the ability to bring it over, like later, and it'll be like a separate game on the trophy list. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. You're still gonna be able to do it. You're still gonna be able to get your trophies. (laughs) Yay! That's all I ever wanted in life. Oh, it says we expect to bring you this update around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Not that long. Just not at launch. Well, that does it for news today. Unless you have anything else that you want to bring up. No, I don't think so. Any breaking news? The news a little bit today. I was just looking at Twitter. I didn't see anything. Cool. Cool. Um, well, that brings us to our mostly normal question. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it, and I don't know if we've ever answered this before, so maybe we have, but it the question is, what movie can you watch over and over and never get tired of? Mm. And I guess I'm going to go first. I'll give you a second go to think it. about it, because mine is super like hilarious for based on how the question was asked, because one of my favorite movies of all time is Groundhog Day. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. With Bill Murray. And he lives the same day over and over in that movie. So the fact that I'm able to watch that movie over and over is kind of ironic. And then my other answer, I don't know why I always give two for these, but um, the Star Wars original trilogy, I feel like I could watch freaking whenever. Because I just like threw that on the other day and was like on Disney Plus. And I don't know how much they upgraded or not, but I was like, damn, this looks good. And it was like, like it holds up, man. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, dude. First of all, I will say one of mine is definitely uh, the original Star Wars trilogy, uh, just because I think as if you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen to our Star Wars podcast, <laughs> like special side hustle or whatever that we did a long time yep. ago, probably like last year, or earlier this year, um, about Star Wars. But we're all pretty big Star Wars fans weird i know video mm-hmm. game fans also star wars fans but um i know a lot of people who came to those original three late didn't found the action scenes like pretty lacking which i can totally get because you can think of like yeah. obi-wan fighting with vader and he like moves his lightsaber like around in a circle twice yeah and then that's when like Obi-Wan, spoilers when he kills obi-wan it's like slow motion like yeah just like swoops it. <laughs> yeah it's pretty lame from like a if you look at it from like an action sequence or compared to you know episode two where or yeah where yoda's like flipping around fucking fighting yeah. and shit so, or ray and um what the hell's his name fighting on that like uh, pier with like the yeah, waves the, everywhere kylo ren <laughs> the doofus yeah yeah doofus <laughs> <Ren>. uh, <laughs> um that one was for shane i hope he's listening uh, yeah, <laughs> but aside aside from that one, I would say The Big Lebowski is probably one of my all time oh, favorite man. movies that I can watch good one. constantly. And I feel fucking like Eagles, man, huh? The fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> oh yeah, what he says. Yeah, I yes, and there's so many things in that movie, man. Because I have a friend that work that likes it uh, equally as much as I do, and. She'll say a quote from it, and I will have not remembered it. And I feel like a lot of Coen Brothers movies are like this, where if you watch it once, you're not even 
close to unraveling everything it has to offer you. So you kind of have to pl- like watch it over and over again yep. in order to get all of the references to it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that movie's fantastic. I, I love it. That's definitely one of my all time faves. Oh my God. Yeah. There's yeah. so many good parts of that movie. And also yeah. white Russians are delicious. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, I used to drink those, I think back in my college days, probably when I was obsessed with this movie, but yeah, <laughs> you probably drank way too many and had them curdle and got sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good that's times. what happens with cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Good. Well, everybody that does it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining the podcast this week. John, can you let people know where they can follow you on those internets? For sure. I am at Johnny Sings tonight on Twitter. And let us know, hit us up on Twitter or write us emails. Let us know your launch week stories. If you got an Xbox One or Xbox oh, Series speaking, X or PS5. Yeah, do that. And speaking of launch stories, Chris wanted me to mention that he has yet to receive an email from Amazon confirming his delivery on the 10th. And he wanted me to like make sure that I told everyone that he's really sad that he might not get his Xbox on launch day. <laughs> he said that in the slack he's like tell everyone that i'm sad <laughs> yeah and my guess is if he, him, has, if he hasn't gotten the email yet he might not be getting it yeah yeah i know he was, he was cry, using the crying emoji <laughs> <laughs> um if you're looking for him you can find him at vg occasion on twitter you can find me at aj underscore id that's e-i-d-e once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can send emails to podcasts at mostlynormalgamers.com. Follow us on Twitter at mngamerspodcast. Sign up for the newsletter. Two days after you hear this, there will be mysterious new volume three um, of Mostly Normal Monthly. And you can follow that at mngamers.substack.com. Lastly, please leave us a five-star review. I know Chris would really appreciate it. And I guess that's it for our show. Go play some games. Yeah. Get excited for next gen. PlayStation 5. I'm going to be playing it before this podcast even comes out. Oh, yeah. It's the future, man. Take it easy, John. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.